0: Does it get any better than Chicago food? From longtime favorites to newly opened locations, Italian beef joints to pizza places, burritos to sushi, Chicago's very own eats celebrates a wide range of food and restaurants in the greater Chicagoland area. Hosts Kevin Powell and Michael Piff welcome you into their daily food talk in the WGN radio break room as they discuss their latest foodie adventures, their top five lists, the latest social media arguments, interviews with chefs, and conversations with local celebs about their favorite places to eat. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. Alright, this is another episode of Chicago's Very Own Eats. I'm Kevin Powell alongside Mike Piff, and we're talking pizza on this episode. Pizza for a cause. Raising money by making pizza, selling pizza. Good things happening, Mike. Yeah, it's a couple of our
1: favorite things. Pizza and Manny's Deli. They're teaming up to uh, raise money for the Illinois Restaurants Association and uh, the bidding process and ordering process happened yesterday uh, to raise money. It's a pretty awesome
0: cause. Yeah, and John Carruthers, a started crust fun pizza and uh, he actually stopped by the studio we had a great conversation about his uh, project all right joining us live in studios john Carruthers from, from uh, crust fun pizza and you have a very cool collaboration um that uh, just began with manny's we'll get into that in a minute but i just want to talk and start with your story first the pandemic was horrible for for everybody and especially uh, restaurants, right? We weren't able to go sit in restaurants. The whole industry was just completely um, thrown off, and it, w- it was a difficult time uh, for restaurants for obvious reasons. So, you know, I think about Three Little Pigs, which popped up during the pandemic, where people were just picking up Chinese food uh, in parking lots. And And just tell us your background and your story with Crest F- Fun Pizza and how it all began.
2: Sure. So those early days, you know, we couldn't go anywhere. Um, and... In an effort to make sort of a lemonade out of lemons, uh, my wife and I, uh, my wife Emily, and I did this thing that we'd been meaning to do for months, which was like, let's have like a dedicated pizza and a movie night with the kids. You know, we all are on the same table. We're watching something from Pixar or Star Wars or Marvel or whatever. But, you know, it was like, I'd have something to do. She'd have something to do. We never quite did it. And then it was like, hey, guess what? Like, you're doing it now. (laughs) Um, So we made pizza every week. And we were doing all sorts of styles, Neapolitan, Detroit, Sicilian. But we kept coming back to tavern style because that is just the sense memory I'm always chasing. So we did it every week and made a lot of pizza. I started buying flour, by the 50-pound bag. Okay. And um, when the protests happened in 2020, we thought, we'll use this to help the places that make Chicago a better place to live. So we started selling pizzas out of the alley, attached to the house, obviously. <laughs> and uh, every month, it's a, it's a rotating series of organizations that do really great direct service work in Chicago. So you were just
0: making pizzas. You weren't renting a kitchen space anywhere like a ghost kitchen we hear about. You were just doing this at home. Yes, was and am. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so how many pizzas, and this is tavern style, I think if you ask most Chicagoans, they'll, they'll tell you that's our, that's our pizza. I know it's the deep dish tavern style debate, and I, I know we're known for our deep dish. But tavern style, I think, is what, if you grew up in Chicago or around Chicago, that's kind of what we all grew up on, right? Ta- tavern style. How many
2: pizzas can you crank out a, out a day? How, how does all of this work? Um, well, I there's a lot of prep that's involved, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, it I just depends. I, honestly, it's not even the logistics of the pizza so much as it is the logistics of is this the month I have to shovel myself out to the alley is this the month like i've started shoveling half of the alley behind the the garage (laughs) to make sure people don't get stuck at least on my part of the alley (laughs) um you know like we'll do as few as nine or something if it's a slow month or we're taking it easy but um you know we're doing like 15 this month we've done about 18 or 19 and then occasionally someone like the Kedsian will invite us to come in and pop up and it'll you know just shoot up to like regular restaurant numbers <laughs> and, and social media look uh it's is, i'm sure obviously a useful tool here how,
0: how do pizza or how do people get the pizza because I, I wouldn't call it a contest but obviously it's a limited amount and people that uh go crazy for it it's obviously a huge hit how do people actually get the crust fund pizza
2: yeah so i have a very active instagram that is mostly pictures of pizza and the occasional <laughs> kid pic that's how you get followers uh, <laughs> folks post pictures of pizza it frequently has, it hasn't done wrong by me yet um <laughs> but i mean it's super deep. DIy I, I just post a menu um, and you know if you see a menu instead of a picture of pizza you're like oh well, orders are open and I put a link in my profile and you fill it out it's actually I use like one of those hairdresser forms because it's like how many people an hour can visit you and I'm like perfect <laughs> there's no like transaction so people book and then instead they don't pay I've never taken a dollar for this this is a thing where I tell you this is a donation this month and if you want to pick up your pizza you got to send me a screenshot of your donation and that's what they do people just follow the link make the donation and I keep my hands clear of any money do you have a rough idea of how much money you've raised sure i just updated it and i forgot the other day it's uh might be a little off it's some over thirty four thousand dollars since we wow. started doing wow. this in august 2020 good
0: for you man that's awesome and and let's mike brought yeah. this to my attention everybody loves manny's right how could you not love it? it's an institution yeah. it's iconic mike and i actually went and did an episode there um with dan raskin with dan raskin yeah. uh, great folks over at manny's uh I, talk about the collaboration. Manny's, Crust Fun Pizza, what you guys are doing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been a huge Manny's fan. I have not known them all my life or anything. This is like, uh, Chica- delicatessens are dear to us in Chicago because we have, like, five you we know? need more right we, we, i was just
0: gonna say we need more yeah, of them we
2: need yeah we need to grab them and hug them like a baby marsupial <laughs> like I, no, no shade against the great delis on the north shore but it's like i want to be in town yeah. i want to eat a big pastrami sandwich and like manny's is the deli it's full know? comfort
0: like when you walk in there you're like i am comfortable immediately you go through the cafeteria the cafeteria style line it's mm-hmm. all comfort type food and delicious too and you'll yeah. have
2: leftovers too
1: of leftovers
2: it's, it's tough to clean your your yeah. entire plate yeah i'm a big fan of any place where you just oh, yeah, throw on like three quarters of a pound of potato pancakes right, right, yeah. a side order here's a
0: a mountain of pastrami and a side of potato pancakes good yeah. luck finishing that <laughs> those two pieces
2: of bread just doing their best
0: <laughs> so what is the what is the pizza with manny's what 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 uh, what are the toppings
2: what are we looking at right so uh so they reached out just online and i was like, what? like yeah but uh so we got together and kind of shot some stuff back and forth um Dan's a good guy, but he did not love my chicken livers idea, which I still think is a great like. If you if you like the funky chicken liver thing, like he, but he's like, yeah, not, not this time. I'm, I'm like, down. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: for the sequel. I'm but down.
2: we we did too and I wiped off my entire menu for this. You can only get the Manny special, and it's because we made a special crust. You know, I have a good tavern style crust to where i'm finally comfortable futzing about with it and we added some rye to it so it could kind of mimic that good rye bread you get a a good deli sandwich on so there are two options one is just the classic it's that manny's 80 year smoked pastrami pickled mustard seeds which i make and then a mozzarella swiss blend just straight up pastrami simplicity just like the sandwiches they sell second one i kind of just took something from the special menu oxtail uh with uh, that sweet and sour cabbage they do one of the more underrated manny's sides in my opinion um some pickled carrots that i make uh it's got that same rye crust mozzarella swiss blend there's a horseradish cream sauce and there is celery salt which is the secret ingredient to everything good in chicago <laughs> That's
0: a, that is
2: true I, I, I am convinced it's in the cheesecake even
0: <laughs> um so how many of these have you sold is this is this started do i have this right we
2: sold out you in 20 yeah. seconds wow. <laughs> i
1: was following on instagram stories like live and it was like in minutes as and then, this yeah. thing was going yeah Tell, talk about the process the bidding process and then there's the final pizza which is huge
2: right so yes the final pizza is you know you, you're faster you're lucky and, and those pizzas sell out uh but then the final thing is my love letter to chicago graft the highest bid always gets the last pizza i love that you can always in- financially impose your will on me like I'm just a regular old alderman. <laughs> right? The highest bidder gets the pizza. And then, so people are picking these up in Manny's. Um, people are picking these up in my alley. In your alley, in my, too. The food is directly from Manny's Kitchen, though. Like, uh, sorry, the ingredients are from Manny's Kitchen. Assembled and baked in my oven and picked up in the authentic Chicago alley. It's such an incredible... Uh concept that is that it, that was born in the,
0: in 2020 that that you are riding with that people just come to a random alley and are picking that is, that is like the most chicago thing ever you're you're like bootlegging pizzas in your alley tavern style it doesn't really get more chicago than that
2: no that's that's my line is my line as i always say to people i'm something like chicago loves tavern style so much they won't meet a stranger <laughs> yeah <alley laughs> <for it." laughs> Um, have you ever had any weird
0: encounters in the alley? Or is everybody cool? Like your super
2: cool. I have like regulars, like Are I even made legitimate people. I am I'm friendly outside of pizza with because of this
1: friendly outside of pizza. Pizza brings is a the new folks category. Together. I be love like.
2: This. Oh, hey, I saw you know the Bulls just picked up this guy for you know a six man, and like be like, hey, I'm gonna text that guy who I met in my alley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Um, okay, so let's just run this through again. If somebody wants to try your pizza. Step by step and outside of the Manny's collaboration, Mm -hmm. when you do the crust fund pizza that 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 everybody loves, if somebody wants to get in on this pizza Walk us through the process again on how that how someone would go about doing
2: that. Yeah, easiest way to do it is just go to my uh, Instagram profile. It's at Nachos and Lager because I'm a man of many interests. <laughs> and uh, I've got uh, the link in my profile. It explains what CrossFund is. There is a video of a CrossFund drop. There is a place to sign up on the mailing list. Um, I have a mailing list where if you're on there, you get the menu before it, it goes on to Instagram or anything. So you like know what the menu is, you know what the cause is, you know what time to kind of start looking for the drop. Uh, and then you just get that delivered to you every month. I need to try this out. I need to. So
0: can you give us a little insight on, on the dough and your, and your whole tavern-style pizza creation? And
2: Oh, of course. Yeah, I'd share the dough recipe with anybody. Oh, okay. Um, let's hear it. Yeah. So start with a high-gluten flour. like You'd make like a hearth bread or a bagel. Um, cut that with uh, like – so, okay, let's talk about like we're making four pizzas here because that's okay. – home-sized order uh start with 725 grams of high gluten flours is the stuff i buy by like the 50 pound sack 25 grams of cornmeal just for kind of chasing those uh call them like barnaby's sense memories Mm -hmm. or wherever you know village squire i don't know where everyone's from in the listening area but um from there you add salt sugar and yeast and i just use a red label commercial yeast not a sourdough starter or anything uh oil and olive oil good olive oil and water um I use a food processor, which like makes some people shocked, but it activates that yeast and starts it eating that sugar really fast. And I then, um, you know, I do it over two rounds with a thirty-minute to forty-minute rest in between, depending on if I forget or not. <laughs> uh, divide it into quarters, so like just under three hundred grams per dough ball. And then you know those those takeout containers you get like Tom Kha Soup in or something yeah. that's a big, sealed. You just proof them in there in the in the fridge i like to go like up to seven to ten days with it you don't need to you can do it overnight whatever but like that fermentation flavor really acts on the dough with all that with all that sugar in it and it starts throwing off these really cool like funky flavors that would probably be too much on like a detroit dough, but are perfect in that super thin crispy dough um, then the night before I'm gonna bake, I take it out, roll it dock, and dock it. You know, so you put the little holes in it with that roller, um, and then I put them between sheets of parchment paper and leave them, leave them uncovered in the fridge overnight. And there's some places, like locally, like Pats do this. They call it curing, and what it does is it kind of controlled. It's a controlled drying out of the dough. So then when it goes into your oven, it's sucking up heat from that source, and it's not um, just dri- you know the, the thermal energy is not driving off the moisture. Take it; it's super thin, super crispy. You bake a whole pizza in you know eight minutes. And what temperature are you going with the oven? you go 550, and um, the most important part is I bake it on uh, steel instead of, like, gotcha. stone or a pan or anything. So is I have 3 inch steel plates, and I put, like, one on bottom, one on top, and it does a real good job. Like, you can make tavern-style at home as good as you can get out if you're sufficiently obsessed with it.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because I've made home pizzas before, and we use, like, the cast iron and roll it in and, and use some store-bought ingredients and some stuff we put together but tavern style i've never really uh, i i figured as you just said there was a whole um real science to it you you might think oh i'm not gonna do that at home you know let's let's just pick it up uh
2: from a restaurant but uh you've mastered it clearly well it's it helps that like these were bar ovens you know when the the style of pizza first developed like you go to you go to Pauly G's, you know, up in Logan mm-hmm. Square, and you get one of those beautiful spackled Neapolitan pizzas, you know, in that like nine hundred degree wood burning oven. You cannot do that at home, and I am perfectly, <laughs> I am perfectly fine with saying that to people. But like the ovens, like the old war horses, the Blodgett and the Falds ovens, in a lot of these taverns, like they go to five fifty. Mike and I are. Uh,
0: Mike is like the pizza expert, so we love talking pizza. And he's had pizza in the Burbs in Chicago. What are some of your favorite pizza spots? See, this is like I'm the worst person to ask now
2: because ever just since gonna 2020, go I just have been like doing it at home. <laughs> I personally marie's is my is my place it's oh, like okay. it's not just Northwest the pizza side, that's yeah. come
1: up on a few lists we've it's, seen it's yeah. not just
2: the pizza it's like the ambiance it's the whole thing like it is a vibe like going there especially like pre-pandemic when they have the christmas decorations that were like clearly from like someone bought them with their gi bill after world war <laughs> they have never changed total that, throwback. That, that place and like getting the high life at that old wood top bar and like you know, a large is fourteen inches. Like the whole thing is a throwback, and it's just perfect to me. I love it. Uh, Robert's Pizza on the Ogden Slip—I've brought up a million times to Mike.
0: We had it yesterday for our Halloween pizza. Not sure if you've had that, but that's fantastic. Um, what specifically with the Manny's collaboration? What is the the money going to for for that collaboration?
2: Yeah, so it's going to the uh, Illinois Restaurant Association's Educational Foundation. So they open up like scholarships and a lot of education opportunities for young people in um, food service. And I think that's really important, especially coming off the pandemic, where a lot of people left the industry or, you know, aren't even kind of around food anymore, because there was this perception of kind of a lack of investment in the people who make our restaurants run. And this is investing in, like, you know, youth and investing in the future of food service aside from just, you know, like jobs in a kitchen where you can go work at a Michelin Star place for like $15 an hour to peel carrots for 14 hours. Right.
0: Um, Your background with... Well, your day job, Mm -hmm. you live a very cool life, because you work with Revolution, correct? Brewing? Yes, Revolution Brewing. And how long have you been with Revolution Brewing? I have four years in June. Four years in June. Uh, Everybody loves Revolution Brewing. Fantastic beers. Anything you want to plug for Revolution? uh,
2: Yes. Plug away. Who doesn't want to hear about beer coming from one of our great breweries? Right. So, um... While we mourn uh, the upcoming Chicago winter, the excitement is about barrel-aged beer season. You know, these big, like, huge swing in, like, 15% ABV beers that have been aged two, three, four years in barrels and come in these just cans. Um, Like, you don't get bigger flavor in beer than barrel-aged beers and like— not to tune our own horn, but Revolution has one of the premier barrel programs, you know, in the country, and we are finally excited to start sharing these things that we've been building for, you know, a year or two or three. Very cool. Uh, Mike, you got anything for, uh, for John?
0: Yeah,
1: I really, uh, back to the recipes, John put together a cookbook that I think we need to talk about, which is Pizza for Everyone. Yes. Uh, Tell us a bit more about this. You know, you look into the description of it, and it tells people, you know, how they can make their own tavern-cut slices, but also why... The 1992 X-Men game is the peak of arcade games, which I agree as well. If I find it anywhere, that's the first game I'm going to. <laughs> but we we need to talk more about this cookbook.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, this was part of the thing, especially in the early days when I didn't quite have my system out. I could really only make so many pizzas. And I, you know, like we're midwestern people you feel guilty about repeatedly telling people no so i was like (laughs) i know we can do we'll throw together you know like one of these cookbooks one of the community cookbooks because like my family used to make these for family reunions you know my church growing up made these Mm -hmm. um and like no one makes them anymore because it is literally easier to fundraise any other way but like those things were cool they come in and it's just like 40 different voices yelling at you about how to make a tater tot casserole or something and i'm (laughs) like what if we only did that with pizza um and we figure that would help us you know, raise more money for these places uh, around town. So uh, we put it together with uh, a guy's name is Zach Sherwood. We worked together um, at a previous job of mine. He's an incredible designer. Uh, did it all for free. A lot of people in the book, um, and Derek G's, and, and Dennis Lee, who writes for The Takeout. A lot of these local people who are just super accomplished through in their own recipes, some for pizza, some for sauces, some for side dishes and stuff like that uh and i made a hundred of them and i'm like oh man i hope i don't have like 80 of these uh for like a year in in the basement and it was the opposite we had to go to a kickstarter because those first hundred sold out in three days wow um so we did kickstarter we ended up on the front page of kickstarter we raised the campaign raised something like eighteen thousand, part of which went to production costs but like we ended up on the front page there and more people thought hey chicago pizza i haven't had that in a while um and it's now, in its fifth or sixth printing, uh, Buddy's Chicago, which is the store in the Chicago Cultural Center, sells it. It's a place in L.A. called Now Serving L.A. There's a small, like, studio-sized cookbook shop. They sell it. Uh, it's a cool thing that people have caught on to, and we are working on a second one to uh, come out next, call it next summer.
0: Wow. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Now. That is awesome, yes. man.
2: Congratulations.
0: What's the uh, what's the end game here? Are you, uh, are you just gonna continue to do this and collaborate and raise money as a as a full-blown restaurant in your future what what's what's next for you it seems like you're a man who has lots
2: of interest and have had success in what you're doing i'm far too attached to the alley to ever leave it behind (laughs) call
0: the restaurant the alley
2: and yeah yeah. (laughs) and just crank out pizzas all day I just you know like if, if you're buying a pizza from me now you know all that money is going to my block my hood my city or Block Club Chicago or um you know connections for abused women and if I if you buy a pizza from me at this hypothetical store of yours I'm paying the electricity I'm paying the rent I'm paying staff like let's keep it easy let's keep it simple and like story is not about me so much as and the, and the lengths I'm willing to go to to keep making like pizza <laughs> so much as like I, I like to shine a spotlight on these places who are doing good positive things about Chicago there are. If anything, a dearth of news stories about good, positive things coming out of Chicago. So, yeah. like that's that's the end goal here is keep that keep that narrative going. Good for you, man. Your uh, wife came into the station with you. Uh, what does she think of all this uh, craziness you've you've done over the past two years? She's very supportive. She likes it very much. And I also (laughs) think that she would anticipate me signing a lease for a brick and mortar as uh, essentially filing for divorce. (laughs)
0: Okay. We'll leave it at that. John Carruthers, Crust Fund Pizza. Uh, Fantastic work you're doing. I can't wait to someday try your pizza. And uh, all the success, man. You're doing great stuff.
2: I appreciate you having me in.
0: All right, that was another episode of Chicago's Very Own Eats. I'm Kevin Powell for Mike Piff. That was a fun episode. Nice to have a guest in the studio with us, Mike. I can't wait to start making pizza. We both got a copy of the cookbook that we were talking about. Yeah, check it out. I was kind of just running through it a little bit, and it just uh, gives you some tips and directions on how to make pizza at home. I
1: know. I'm sure my wife can't wait for my new hobby.
0: All right, thank you for listening. That was another episode of Chicago's Very Own Eats.